From WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. Once again, Obamacare appears to be in trouble. The Affordable Care Act is a lot less affordable for those looking to buy insurance from the government's website, healthcare.gov. Obamacare premiums will go up sharply next year, and many consumers will be down to just one insurer. The latest October surprise will hit millions of Americans in their pocketbooks and wallets. The Obama administration says that premiums are going up an average of 22% next year for the health care plan and that many insurers are leaving the marketplace. This announcement just days before the election put the future of the president's signature piece of legislation back into the conversation on the campaign trail. And on Twitter, there was the trending hashtag Obamacare in three words. My three words. Is this it? Is this another sign that the Affordable Care Act is spiraling into a money pit? Well, with me are two reporters who have been following the complicated life of Obamacare, Jonathan Cohn with the Huffington Post and Tammy Luby of CNN Money. And Jonathan, why are the premiums rising so much? Well, for a pretty simple reason. What's happening is insurance companies are finding they're not getting uh, as many healthy people as they expected, and they're getting more sick people than they expected. And, you know, the game with health insurance is you use money from the healthy people to pay the bills for the sick people. Um, when that happens, insurers say, uh-oh, we have to change our rates. They raise up their insurance premiums in order to cover their costs. Now, that's not happening everywhere. There are actually parts of the country where the premiums are fine. But in some places, we are seeing some pretty steep increases, some really uh, eye-popping ones. So it's a big problem in those parts of the country. Well, Tammy, how significant are these price increases? They can be very significant for certain people. Remember, you have 85% of people getting financial assistance. They're getting subsidies. So they can be shielded depending on which plan they pick. But you've still got well over a million people on the exchanges who are going to be subject to these price increases. And you've got millions of people who are buying off the exchange individual coverage, and they can also be subject to these price increases. Now, there's two things that are in that. Uh, One, the 85% of people who are getting subsidies If the prices are going up and the subsidies are coming from the taxpayers, does that mean that we are paying more to have this health care plan? Yes. I mean, taxpayers will be paying more in subsidies because they will have to cover these higher prices. However, remember that overall Obamacare has come in under budget, significantly under budget from where CBO projected initially. So, Jonathan, the second point there is that 15 percent of people who uh, are not getting subsidies, if it gets too expensive, is there a danger that they'll just walk away altogether? That means fewer people in Obamacare, meaning the spiral continues of uh, not enough people participating. Yeah, no, that's absolutely a danger. And it's what everybody who runs health insurance worries about. Um, The worst case scenario is what they call the insurance death spiral, where they have to keep raising rates and finally the insurance company just gives up and pulls out. That probably won't happen with Obamacare, according to most experts, for the simple reason that, you know, you do have all these people getting these tax credits that offset the cost. So at some point, you know, you might lose all the people who are paying full price, but you have that sort of large customer base of people who are subsidized by the federal government. They're going to stay in there. So, Tammy, it sounds like a key part is getting healthy young people to participate in the program, that that's needed to offset the more expensive people getting insurance. What is the government doing to try and get those people to join? They are definitely going out very hard to try to get these people. They're really focusing on the uninsured. They're focusing on the young and healthy uninsured. They're using a lot more social media. They're using a lot more targeted emails. They're looking for people who had to pay the penalty last year. They just announced yesterday 15 cities that they are going to be going into to really try to get the uninsured, particularly the young and healthy uninsured, to sign up for 2017. Is the quality of health care that people are getting through the Obamacare plans, is it, how good is it? 
That's a whole other question. I mean, the quality of care really obviously depends on the providers. What we know is, is that the networks are getting smaller and smaller. They're getting narrower and narrower. That doesn't mean the quality of care is getting worse. It just means that you may have fewer doctors to choose fewer from. Fewer options. Mm-hmm. So, and you're going to be paying high deductibles. For some of those bronze plans, the deductibles may be over $7,000. So people could be spending a lot of money out of pocket to have health care insurance. That's very true. So if you get, God forbid, hit by a car, you get some you know, very bad disease, you'll be covered. But people just say, is it worth it? Is it, you know, I might as well pay a penalty that's less than $700. Pay a penalty that the government puts on me if I don't get health care. Right, $695. I mean, a lot of people have not been hit yet with a penalty. That's the penalty for 2016, so they won't pay it until they pay their taxes next year. But for a lot of people, $695 seems better than paying several hundred dollars in monthly premiums for a deductible of $7,000. Jonathan, just to be clear about this, if I don't get my insurance through Obamacare, does this conversation affect me at all? So the vast majority of Americans with private health insurance, they get their insurance from an employer. They have job-based health insurance. And all this discussion we've been having in this interview, all the headlines we've been reading about rising premiums, they basically have nothing to do with that. It's a totally separate world. The employer market is completely separate from the exchanges. It's much bigger and is perfectly stable right now. In fact, Premiums uh, for employer insurance have been rising at very low rates, uh, which may or may not have something to do with Obamacare, but it's certainly not a catastrophe or anything to worry about. So, uh, Jonathan, be a doctor. Give me a diagnosis of how Obamacare is doing. I think you got to look at the big picture here. Um, the percentage of uninsured Americans is at a record low. You can buy insurance with pre-existing conditions and, you know, you can buy a policy knowing that it won't have big gaps in coverage. Those are huge advances from the past. And, you know, we talk about Obamacare as one program, but it's really 51 different programs. It's a different program in every state. And in some states, it's actually working quite well. The problem is in some states, it's really struggling. So I say this is a work in progress. It's, you know, maybe a little sick in places, but it's certainly not terminal. It's just a matter of getting at the right treatment. Tammy, I want a second opinion. I agree with Jonathan. I would say that it's sick. It needs care. There has to be some intervention. It's part of the healthcare landscape now. You can't just rip it out and say you're going to repeal it and replace it with something else because you're going to have 20 million people who are suddenly uninsured. I mean, can you imagine all of those people who have cancer who are going to say, I was always barred because I had some issue and now I have coverage and now it's saving my life and you've just taken it away from me? I was speaking to an expert who said, we can't go back to the wild, wild west of individual coverage in the past. Insurers could reject you if you had hay fever. Insurers could reject certain portions of your body. So if your child had asthma, they could, you know, not insure your respiratory system for the future. We can't go back to that. I mean, does Obamacare have to stay exactly as it is now? No, probably not. But it can't be completely reversed. Well, Tammy Luby is a senior writer at CNN Money, and Jonathan Cohn is senior national correspondent at The Huffington Post. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm Charlie Herman, and this is Money Talking from WNYC. 